You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Listen, book review for Deal Breakers. So, in the previous episodes for this season, um, our viewers, our listeners, they would um, they would have been in tune and heard um, fantastic Haley Quinn, marvelous guest, um, speak about relationships and kind of the advice she offers. Um, if you're just tuning in, if you're just tuning in for the book review, this is season six. The book we reviewed was Deal Breakers by Dr. Bethany Marshall. Um, you're here at the f- listening to the fully booked podcast with myself, Mace. Myself, French. Myself, Andrew. And this is the book review. So who wants to really kick off and kind of start with their opinions on their book? Because I know a certain man had, are opinionated when it comes to, 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 to reviewing this book. Well, you're very opinionated, so do you want to go first? No, it's not a case where I was opinionated. Like, don't try and spring <laughs> this back on me. Man's done the intro and you're trying to spring this back on me. I'll do it first. Say no more. <laughs> Alright, cool. So mm. I'm I'm gonna I've written up my book review, then we can I know you'd like to jump in and I'm gonna ask, ask questions. questions. Exactly, exactly. God gave me a mouth bridge. Exactly. So alright, I'm gonna read mine then we'll mm. take it from there. Mm-hmm. So if I'm right and if I'm right and you're all wrong is your approach to life, then this is the book for you. Congratulations. Well, no, I'm thinking about Are you quick thinking of the perspective of a woman? What do you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, the introduction provides a taste of what to come. Within the first few paragraphs, a common theme is taking shape, one of which men are deemed the negative to the positive in a set out of scenarios to come. The oblivious limitation is the skewed perspective of the author being a woman. Although accomplished in her field, a counterpart in the same field would offer different of many of the analyses. A, a different woman or just... When you say a counterpart, a, a, a woman or a man does it not matter? Um, I definitely think if it was a man. Mm-hmm. If it was a man, if if she was doing it like a co-author, like one perspective from a woman, another perspective from a man, mm-hmm. then it would be a completely different book. But although accomplished in a field, a counterpart in the same field would offer different. Yeah, as I said, men and women prioritize differently, so our perspectives are bound to differ. But to suggest it is in general one-way traffic is an obvious bias. However, it does go on much further in the book to offering a palatable suggestions to which both parties can be satisfied with the outcome. Why do you break down? I don't know. Reviews? I just start. Why? No, no, but, no. But why do you? Why do you? Why do you feel like? Why do you break down your book reviews like it's a dissertation? Because that's just how I say it out. When I'm when I'm writing it, I don't. I don't talk the way I write. When I write, I just really these are the words that I'm thinking. I get it out like that. But when I'm talking, obviously, it's not that. I don't know why. I, I think it may be... I don't know. I can't say why. Palatable. Palatable with that. This guy. Let's go. <laughs> I automatically had my back up on the wall from the jump. I disagreed with a lot of the points made, kept in an open mind whilst reading, yet still couldn't comprehend some of the issues presented. There are several examples of simple breakdowns or lack of communication with both parties, but the man in the examples are demonised and then all have... Um, similar family backgrounds of neglect or the opposite extreme. As the book gets on further, I found every example and type of man presented very predictable. 
I said, I found every example and type of man presented very predictable or so to extreme it was hard to take it serious. The common thread of the book is easy to grasp from a male perspective. There are few cover-your-face moments at what women go through with some men, but the bigger reveal was the expectations for change by accepting what is displayed, i.e. like the behaviour and actions of the men. For example, it's described the scriptwriter, who we discussed yeah, yesterday, yeah. Yeah. who, as the label suggests, has a script written for women when in a relationship. They use tactics and scripts such as you're never there for me by playing the victim, saying you prefer others to me or I'm last on your list. The author's directive is like a spokesperson for women who need assurance they are right in their perspective that men need to come around to their way of thinking, from which lies a problem, as their perspective tends to be about the man needed to change to fit their narrative at the pace and position of life, in life. Do you reckon, sorry, I'm going to cut you there for yeah. Do you reckon the reason Dr. Bethany Marshall has written the book in the way you've so far described in your book review mm. is almost to give women who have who feel um, somewhat belittled, somewhat... Um, downtrodden. Downtrodden, almost to give them a sense of confidence and, yes, I'm a woman and, and this is my value. Because I don't know if, it, if a lot of her patients she's dealt with feel like that and feel like and have low self-esteem that's what I was looking for the phrase mm. and that's why she writes it in such a way whereby as you've described so far it's almost like women are, like we are against men yeah that's, yeah, that's how it comes yeah. across that's how it comes across um, yeah I'll, I'll continue uh -huh. however the audience is intended for would enjoy and related to scenarios presented throughout was my closing statement on that bit the concept of the book, as the title suggests, is about deal breakers. Right. However, it's flawed instantly, free, instantly from the intro, where it suggested that men need, well, suggested the man needs to make changes she needs. There's nothing, there's nothing ambiguous about the language. It's an easy read throughout, but not convincing for, enough for me, a male, to rethink my perspective. There was no agenda beforehand, and I have a curious, I have a curious and interested willingness to learn. Even so, the book doesn't provide a balanced enough review, review of many of the scenarios, enabling a teaching point for the woman's partner. For example, the suggestion, the suggestion for them to work through it is for him to demonstrate a willingness to understand each misunderstanding from your point of view, even if he disagrees. And calls for professional help before he doesn't want to do and calls for professional help because he doesn't want to lose you. Many others are set up in a similar format. The problem is this, he should do that. The accuracy of the information again is skewed as the author tends to speak from her own or patients, which seem to be mainly women, point of view, which only adds to the fire and creates a convincing narrative to the intended reader. They are, they are justified. Mm. The concluding summary is mostly what a man should do and what they should never do. Convince me the book is 100% not for me mm. and it's not a tool for men to use to help a relationship more of a do everything she wants and be happy. And yeah, basically, do everything she wants and be happy about it. Um, I think the book will accomplish what it's intended to do, which is for women to feel empowered and convince them enough that they are right to call their relationship off if deemed necessary by them, um, which is great. However, in comparison to a previous book read in a similar field, the latter is more collaborative and neutral based and I'm referring to attached. Yeah. Um, the former, you mean? <coughs> yeah, former, sorry, sorry. Yeah. yeah. All aspects were covered with intent of non judgment. 
Even so, if you find yourself in a relationship with characters described, the book does offer suggestions to help or even start a dialogue where things can be improved. There are good examples of how to work on the potential breakup scenarios uh, with what to expect from the intervention and when to walk away if not up to satisfaction. Mm-hmm. The limitation of these scenarios come from the specificity... I, God, I hate using that word. That's why you write it down. Ah, shut up. <laughs> of individual characters. The, di- the different labels placed on the characteristics <clears throat> given don't typically fall into each individual man. There may be some similarities or even from or even from um, all of them. Even so, putting your partner in a box and expecting change isn't helpful either. <clears throat> Tell me, um, would you, who would you recommend this book to? I know it's 100% not to you. Who would well, you I recommend just, it to? I kind of, yeah, well, I kind of mentioned it in terms of, for if you're a woman that needs confidence in looking to break up, if you've got plans on breaking up anyway, and you need confidence that, okay, I'm justified in, in the decision feeling this way and the action I'm going to take. Here's a book that will break down, this is why I should feel like this, and this is why I should do that. And he, if he hasn't done X, Y, and Z, then that gives me more justification to go and break up or whatever mm-hmm. it is it may be. So, yeah, that's definitely the audience that she's looking for. And we normally rank books out of five or ten. Uh, Are you in this one? Boy. Give it a one out of five. Two out of ten. Two out of five. I'll give it a two out of five. So three or four out of ten. Yeah. So it won't be on a on anyone's Christmas present list then. No, I think it's a it's an old it's an old train of thought. Okay. That the, the perspective of the doctor or the, the author is an old train of thought and I think um, I'm not too sure if it says when it was written I was just about to say that because yeah. we had that conversation when we were recording the podcast as mm. to when the book was written because I think that should be I just yeah, think it's, it's, it's a relatively recent book it's only 10 years old okay. 10 to 12 years old which is so I guess it's perspective yeah. do you want to mention anything about the actual cover of the book I know we have done in previous episodes but um, it's, it, it's interesting do you know why I didn't yeah. Go on. because I've got I've got this version of the book on my iPad mm. so the version on the iPad is different so that's why I didn't even bother even though I know that is the cover so if you want to touch on it I will do when, I, when it comes to my book review but P I'm going to come to you next and the reason I say that is because I have a feeling my view might mirror French's um, and I have a feeling your perspective, based on the fact you read the book a couple of times, which makes me feel like you embraced it slightly, and you might have a slightly narrow, narrow zone, different perspective on the book. It's funny because actually, obviously, before I start my, <laughs> my what's funny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't see that coming. Um, no, um, I think my review itself see, might be a little bit interesting in that it might not necessarily. Uh, match your thoughts but obviously the questions that you may ask are... we're all individuals we all have yeah of course, of course but the questions you may ask are um, after well, you now know what women want no <laughs> anyway hey, let no, me... Mr. Gibson. no 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 no, no. <laughs> right, let, me get, let me get to my review hey you ask... hunk <laughs> hey hunk <laughs> okay let me, let me begin my book review and then from there we can ask you <coughs> after but however obviously <coughs> like French obviously I wrote mine down as well uh-huh. um, for its purpose I'm going to give the book I'm going to say probably a kind 2.5 out of 5 in that so we're going to give it a 5 out of 10, essentially. 
And that's yeah. how my sorry, my brain is out of ten. But yeah, cool. No worries, it's yeah. fine. Um, but I'm gonna give it say, a kind two point five out of ten. Two, two point sorry, two point five out of five. In that within the book, I thought there were some good points raised, but by and large, these were oversaturated, or the underlying theme was negative um, towards men. Not that the type of men she suggested don't exist, but it didn't cover the true range of men out there. Instead, by and large, covering a range of men who I sorry, but by and large, covering a range of men who may have had issues. Men who I suggested were, in most cases, the lowest common dominant uh, denominators. Between us, we didn't know men like this, which shows the range itself wasn't covered. An example being men who were comfortable within themselves without having the label suggested, but had deal breakers. Or what I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of was success stories, couples who had deal breakers who were able to work through them. My points to take away from the book were... It helped me understand and see different perspectives um, in, in a relationship in that men at times can lack the consistency in developing um, a relationship. Um, so obviously the conversations obviously we had before were when I said, you know, what, I think I understand obviously women a little bit, a little bit more in that obviously they will like to develop, there I say, the bond between um, obviously the guy and the girl. Whereas sometimes once we've actually got the girl, not to say we're not focused on them, but we're kind of thinking about other things as to maybe our careers and other bits and pieces we've got going on in our lives. But again, also we had conversations as to our lives consist more <laughs> than just the person we're with. But you've got women who feel like that, who are career-minded as well. Oh, no, no, I don't deny that. But I'm saying what I took from... I mean, things I didn't really kind of pick up, pick up on before as to a female actually wanting to develop a stronger bond with the male or the person that she's actually with. Whereas maybe before, I've definitely been in situations where... I was supposed to see someone. I think if I'm really embarrassed about saying because this question, actually, I won't say exactly. But, but say it. No, nah. he's not listening. Um, no, I, no, no, no. I mean, no, I was. This is my fault, actually. Yeah. I was seeing someone, and it was her birthday. I didn't probably realize how important it was for her for me actually to be there. Yeah. And instead of me being a bit more aware of my situation, it was like I've got something to do in relation to football, this and the third. And what I should have done was made the sacrifice and forgot and for forget this and the third. Go on, can I, I was just going to ask you, was was the relationship labelled? No, it wasn't. But I think at that point, I probably should have known what I was in or it, it, where I was going with this. Because okay. I think we probably liked each other. It wasn't a case of we didn't like each other. So it, was, it, was very quite, it was very obvious. Mm. But maybe I was... I'm quite stupid like that. I don't really see things. So I think you need to make it really clear and obvious to me. Mm. But I think I should have known that. And then when I explained it to one or two friends, they're like, oh, it's her birthday and she invited you to come. Yeah. Um, you should have known. But do you think you set expectations then? Mm. Um, I don't think I set expectations. No, if I'm honest, I looked for an easy way out not to go. I didn't really, really want to go. Yeah. Um, because I had to... right to. Yeah, no, because it was really far. So I didn't really, really want to go. I wasn't driving at the time. So, it was, so yeah, so that was the reason why I didn't want to go. What did reason did you give her? Um, I was you were the type of person that just wouldn't, wouldn't message? Um, no, the time, no, I did. I thought she, she let me have it. Um, so you messaged her, she let you have it? No, I, I can't remember I messaged her. I must have called her. Yeah. Well, yeah. and said that you're not coming. Yeah, and I gave some lame excuse and she let me have it. You never shared this with us. Yeah, I know. But, yeah, but she let me. I must, I must have mentioned before. How long was this? It's many years ago. No, you have mentioned it before. I have. Yeah, she let me have briefly. it briefly. Yeah, very briefly. Let me have it to the point. Oh. I was like, Whoa, what's wrong with this girl? Okay. And then it took me later. To, I, yeah. Then I explained it to someone after. I'm like, you fool. She wanted you to come to a birthday party. She was really into you. And you just didn't. You weren't really receptive to it. Whereas we had like great conversation in terms of me and her just getting closer and stuff like that. But then obviously. So after time. that, did it fade away? No, I had to really um, make it. an effort to yeah, yeah, yeah. 
get back to a certain point. But then once we did, about a week or two later, she was like, I don't think it's going to work anymore, blah, 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 so on and so forth. What was her reason for that? Uh, she, she said the nonsense, probably not nonsense, but said that I think we should be friends well, but then like together as such. And then well, that was it, really. We remained in contact for maybe a little bit longer and then kind of petered out, really. So her yeah. deal breaker might have been the fact that you didn't, you didn't think it was as important. You didn't think something which was really vital for her was was that imp- was that important. Essentially, that might have been a deal breaker. Yeah, but it's funny. Um, it might have shown her a level of commitment in terms of okay. So what's important to me, he doesn't take serious. Very true. But I think my reason for not going it was a case of you know sometimes you have those Friday evenings where you might have arranged something and you just now I don't want to go. Yeah, I day you. Yeah, that uh, is where I was. Yeah. And I found a lame excuse not to go. I didn't go when really I should have went. Because it's not like I didn't want to be with a girl. I did want to be with a girl. But you felt obligated to go. Yeah, and I didn't realise it. I didn't think it was that serious for me to be at her party. I thought it was a case of, I'm inviting them because we're seeing each other. Mm. Uh, It was not a big deal. But when she let me have it on the phone, she let me have it on the phone. Um, Then obviously I realised, I was like, I didn't realise. It took me a long time to realise I was making a mistake. And then from there, um, what is what is. Do you think it's a mistake still? Um, I did for a long time, actually, in that we were really, really cool. Really cool. Alright. Do you want to get back to your review? Yeah, so I was almost finished. So um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's cool. Um and then obviously quotes from the book. Um things which I thought were good in the book, but probably left maybe to a later stage. Mm. Um a relationship is like a garden. It either grows or withers, and if it's not tended to, <coughs> it doesn't thrive. And the last one, um, draw a line in the sand. Loss can be negotiated and reputation can be repaired, but life can be um, relived. But life can never be relived, sorry. So make sure that you are living it with the be- with the right person, which is cool. very important. I think sometimes you can get yourself drawn in situations where um, you're overcompensating in a situation where really the person's probably, you know, the person's been very clear as to maybe their intentions for you. Did you like the book? Um, n- no, not really, no. It's not something I... So you wouldn't use it as gospel? For no chance. That's not going to happen. Yeah. I mean, although I did say it changed my perspective, which is the good thing I've taken from the book, it changed my perspective, but it's not something I'll definitely revisit. But I revisited it before quotes such as the last two I mentioned. But why, why do you think the book had that effect on you, that it was able to change your perspective? And give me one example of how it's changed your perspective. Oh, sorry. Well, you did say about the, you did say about the fact that um, you can see women want to bond more and maybe men want to create. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, because I think, I think maybe within I don't know if there was a theme of the story I, th- I don't know I don't know if it was a direct theme where a lot of the stories a lot of the women wanted to be closer to their men mm. and a lot of the guys tended to be kind of maybe arms length invasive where they didn't necessarily want to sleep in the stories where guys didn't want to sleep in the same bed as the women and stuff like that and it made me think you know what the women women just generally want to have a, a greater and a stronger bond obviously with men and sometimes that isn't the case because if I'm looking at myself and I did look at myself it was quite self-reflective where I thought Actually, for a very long time in my early 20s, I was quite career-orientated where nothing really... Obviously, by seeing someone, I was seeing someone. But first and foremost, it was football and what I was focused on, and, and that person came after. And if I look at maybe other people, for example, if I could think of a couple people, actually, who have said things like this, like they've been with their partners, but their career and what they're doing is what matters first. And maybe you lot may share the same thing, whereas your career is, um, is pri- pr- priority towards you and your relationship is secondary, although you may not actually vocalise it to your woman. For the record, can we just say Mace doesn't agree with that? I'm, so I'm not saying I agree with that, I'm just saying um, these may be things that, like, men in general, yeah. this is where they are, you know? But, like, in order to develop a relationship, I think you need to grow a stronger bond with, 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 with women. And I, I think in order to, like, sorry, 
Yeah. Who was you talking to? You, you just said Mace and Jeff. <clears throat> From the record. Okay. Yeah, I was talking to, to the listeners. The listeners. <laughs> you just yeah. said no one was there. Well, there you go. <laughs> well, we know that we were being recorded. <laughs> so it's like, when you, like, I don't know, no, this is not something to think about, think about, but when you generally, not when you generally get to alter, but when you're marrying someone, um, you generally hear people say, oh, I'm marrying my best friend, blah, blah, blah. But yeah. there's no way you're going to be best friends with a person if you're constantly trying <laughs> to keep them at arm's length. It's as very to, true. I want to develop my career, this and that. At some point, you've got to give a little and actually want to develop a bond with someone. As I kind of <clears> mentioned, <throat> what sounded like silly stuff at the time, Inception and the bond between Leo and what was his partner and so on and so forth. Um that's kind of me. I don't know if you've got any other questions or anything else I need to expand on. Would you recommend it to anyone? No, I think it'd be pragmatic if I recommend it to someone because I wouldn't want someone to use that as gospel or use it as a template with me because we'd have a problem. Wow. Yeah, I think we'd have a problem. Who do you think it was aimed at? I guess, like, similar question. Um, you know, think as, audience is aimed for? I've, as you were, as you were um, going through your review, I thought to myself, you know what? Is it something which is supposed to um, be... What is the word? Um... You know, people who just enjoy, like, not an argument, but like, like a frustrating, not frustrating conversation. I was going to say, you, you're trying to get at, and I don't want to group people, I don't want to stereotype, but those women who have all been through the same thing and don't, and maybe don't realise they're the issue, as in like, they all get together like, yeah, and he done this to me, and don't worry, he's wrong, like, and they, because they're all feeding each other the same but yes, they don't see the wrongness and maybe they've done something wrong? Or am I, or am um, I going... Yes and no. You know, um, oh, I'm not, I don't think I'm going to be able to articulate this properly, but things that just like add to the flame, you know, so to read the book and like, oh my God, and they get kind of like excited about it and it's almost like a, like, yeah. Sensational. Yeah. Like, I'd be very disappointed if the author genuinely, I mean, had a lot of those, uh, agree with the points, I imagine she does, agree with the points that she, she raised in the book. I think had she maybe brought one or two of success stories in the book, it would have kind of balanced it out a bit more. And again, as you mentioned, it would be interesting to have a, a male perspective on there as well. It's very interesting, obviously, that our guest mentioned. Uh, it's funny because, like, actually, I thought about it. Well, I guess obviously saying she manages or deals with both male and females. Yeah. She said the same thing as well. But like, it was very damning towards. She was damning towards the cover, everything, and I, I'm rightly so because initially yeah, no, it's just very, very it. I didn't even pick up on that until... I didn't... Until she... she that's the first thing. She was like, what the hell? Like, well, I'll get to my... When I, I'll start to my own, but yeah. Yeah, so yeah, 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 I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. Because as I said, I, I didn't mention the... Uh, cover Front cover. Because of... I had it on my iPad. Yeah, so I actually bought the book. Um, hard copy. No, no, no digs. Sound like a regret. <laughs> no, but just just to start really on my conclusion and the book review, the book, um, if you haven't listened to previous episodes we've done for season six, the book itself is like, is, is, a, is like a, I call it a shocking pink in that it's in your face, it's pink. And the front cover has the book titled Deal Breakers and then it has what looks like a woman's hand because they have um, uh, like nails painted red, about to flick like a, a kind of... I would say like an, a kind of IT industry looking... Yeah. <laughs> okay. an, an IT industry looking, you know, on a semi-decent salary guy, like kind of jeans, shoes, and a, and a blazer, about to flick him away from the front page of the book. And even when you turn to the, to, the, to the back of the book, 
there's a palm there's a palm out once again appears to be a woman's palm with the same man in her hand and that straight away is damning it's almost like you know kick to the curb any guy like don't give him a chance and then the other one where he's got the palm out and the guy in the middle of the hand like yeah have me eaten out of the palm of your hand mm-hmm. which is what I said I think to either one of you two when you were doing your book review about this book's almost aimed at women about sorry the kind of guy that would agree maybe I didn't say it but the kind of guy that would agree with this book is someone who actually just is within his in, in his woman's pocket essentially and supportive of everything they want to do and doesn't really stand up for yeah, himself a yes man a yes man perfect so just to start off with my book review, Deal Breakers is about getting out of relationship purgatory, so says Dr. Bethany Marshall, where the present is unfulfilling and the future is the only thing you can hope for, but the book, and the future is the only thing you can hope for, but the book teaches us... Hold on, are you reading? I was, I was stunned. Sorry? Me too, then. I was going to say the same thing. What do you mean? Are you reading your book review? This is new. What do you mean it's new? It's very new. Do you know what it is? Is it just me? These people are just joking. Do you know what? Like, I'm looking at Holden. Like, what's going on here? This is Let me tell you something. You know, you know, you know. Yeah, so you said the quote. No, no, you said the quote. Like, what? Hold on. Do you know what it sounded. You know what it is? Like, let me get comfortable. Let me get comfortable here. Do you know what it is? These men don't recognize. You know when you get certain artists who's in the music game and they're like, yeah, I don't write stuff down. I just freestyle. And man, like, yeah, yeah, you ain't that talented. These men don't recognize the natural talent. When man, just talking like Jay Z. <laughs> <laughs> just, just read, just read, just read your book with me. He's not a local rapper. <laughs> <laughs> these, these men don't recognize the talent. Where Michael just freestyle off the dome, and my book review just comes in classy. You Sound know what I mean? They might not recognise the title, so I said, you know what, let me write a few things down this time, innit? And then man will freestyle the rest. But anyway, I'm going to start again for those, because I was rudely interrupted, you know, the, the, terms there, the terminology. Dual Breakers is about getting out of relationship purgatory, where the present is unfulfilling and the future is the only thing you can hope for. But the book teaches us that it's far more important to work on the issues rearing their ugly heads in the here or now, as otherwise will have a long-term, as otherwise will have long-term health implications on your future. So what I mean by that is that what Dr. Bethany Marshall is trying to say to her patients, say to her readers, is that if there's something going on now, if you're in relationship purgatory, if you're in a place whereby you're not so sure, but you don't have the confidence or willingness to either A, B, couple B, pack up and leave, this book's saying you need to do it for your own sanitary. And it's that that's a kind of, that's a theme throughout the book where she kind of, she's trying to develop from my perspective, trying to develop women who may be of a low, low self-esteem and actually just want... Sometimes we all need that little... That person, that, that friend or that someone around us who see, who has that kind of confident vibe who says, you can do it, get up and go. Like, you're, you're powerful, you're made for this, you're built, you're strong, you're a woman or you're a man or whatever. You can get up and do what you need to do. Sometimes we just need someone to say that to us. We all need that that little kick or push or that little bit of guidance and advice. So that's what she's saying. That's That's a theme, a constant theme throughout her book. However, I'm very much of the opinion that, yes, it's good to talk, listen, discuss views, as me and the man them do on our fully booked podcast. Mm-hmm. God bless. You know what I mean? Oh, I'm the laugh of them man there. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, 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 mess with this one and all that. Big gang, big gang up in the building. Um, it's good to talk, listen, discuss views and opinions of people who have experience in a particular field or subject. But I do think Dr. Marshall should try to remain impartial when casting our views. Casting her views, and it's one of the things that Parker French and French have already talked about the fact that Dr. and even the book, the front cover, the back cover, 
You pick up this book and it says deal breakers, you might not necessarily know what it's entailed, what it's regarding. Then you see the images that are on this book and straight away it's on a position like, yeah, like, we rule the world, we're women, all men are, all men are, all men are dirt, all men, like, we can't trust men, let's just get rid of all of them. No, like, it's like, it doesn't matter what, what the issue is, it doesn't matter that every person's different and actually this book might not fit all, this book does fit all, we're getting rid of men. And that's one of the things that I didn't like about, well, the front cover at start and then also throughout the book, the theme that categorises men into five different categories as if all men are the same. And one of the things that um, Hayley Quinn, who was our special guest throughout this season, picked up was the fact that every single individual person is different, man and woman, and different scenarios affect different people in different way, and it's not always one size fits all. So, in this one, I would hate, for instance, I would hate to think my girlfriend split with me because a random woman, that's you, Dr. Bethany Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> Who she's known for five minutes has told her that I'm no good for her. And I think on page one, when we was going over in, in, se- in season six, episode one, on page one, one of the things Dr. Bethany Marshall says is that within a couple of minutes of meeting her patients, she knows whether or not the man that that woman's with is good for her or whether she, she needs to kick him to the curb. That's ridiculous. Someone's been in a relationship for five, ten years with children, with a marriage, with a house, with obligation... And you're saying within a couple of minutes that person can't change, get rid of them. That is that is that is obscene in my in yes. my opinion. Um, furthermore, I would hope my girlfriend could formulate her own opinion rather than taking a person's advice who she's barely met. And I think that's important in all walks of life. Yes, it's good to have friends that listen, to talk to, to bounce ideas off. But even though as close as me and Amanda are in the studio, I'm my own person. You guys can tell me whatever you want to tell me about a relationship I'm in, about a business decision I'm trying to make, about situations I've got going on in my life. At the end of the day, I'm the person should be able to make my decision. I can I can take on your advice, I can take on your experience, what you've been through, but if, if, if I don't make my own decision, who the hell am I? Do you know what I mean? Who the hell am I if I don't have my own thought person and think, you know what, I've known myself for 34 years, I know what's good for me. And I'm sure you guys must feel the same about it. Yeah, definitely. Do you get what I'm saying? Um, what I would say about deal breakers is, Throughout the book, and I think you've touched on it a lot, P. Dr. Bethany Marshall, she she gives various scenarios and then she lists out reasons why you might give him another chance or reasons why she came to the curb. It's ridiculous. Everyone's scenario is different. Everyone's relationship is different. Every woman thinks differently. There might be a kind of... There might be a... There might be like... How can I put it? There might be a general kind of viewpoint, but within that viewpoint, there's going to be different perspectives, if that makes sense. And I think Dr. Bethany Marshall, really, what she needs in this book is to give um, ulterior, ulterior perspective, ulterior, um, alternative, um, alternative, sorry, alternative perspective. What would have been great if this book could have actually been really, really good if she had, you know what, I consulted with this counsellor or this relationship expert from a man's perspective, or I interviewed 200 men who have been in this scenario and this is what they said, the reasons why they behave like that or the reasons why they've changed or didn't change. That would have given it a lot more depth. At the moment, what she's done is saying, I'm the guru, I'm, Madame, I'm Mother Teresa, I'm Guru Nanak. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was going to say Ted Bundy, but... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what she's saying is essentially, I'm the be-all and know-all. You follow my lead, you follow my advice and you'll be all right. And I think that's wrong. At the end of the day, 
she doesn't know what that woman has is going is going to have to remove herself from in terms of a support service, in terms of a home, in terms of a marriage that maybe all it needs is is some detailed discussion to get back on track rather than well he hasn't changed in ten years he's never going to change you need to get rid of him girl power it's bullshit it's absolute bullshit that's a common theme throughout the book and it's one of the reasons why. I wouldn't recommend the book. I've already said to to the to the girl I'm with at the moment, don't read the book. I've said because I think if you ever read that book, you'd probably leave me. And it's based on someone who you've never met. It's sorry, it's it's written from the perspective of someone you've never met, who by who who by all means might be a feminist. I haven't researched Dr. Bethany Marshall. I don't know what I don't know if she's a feminist, I don't know if she's been hurt. I don't know if she's an absolute bitch man here. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know anything about her. And that's maybe that's Maybe that's my lack of research, but at the same time, for me, if you're going to write a book, please give me an alternative perspective. Please let me know what someone else says, what someone from, um, uh, from some, what a man has said, or even what someone in your field who's a woman has also said that contradicts your theory and why you believe they might be wrong. Show me evidence. Show me proof. There's other books we've read which are not in a relationship field, but How Not to Die was one. I didn't particularly enjoy the book, but guess what? There's a lot of scientific practice and theory in there. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of research being done. So I have to respect it. <laughs> With this book, I can't respect the book because it's, it's hearsay, it's gossip, it's chit-chat, it's Jeremy Kyle. Do you know what I'm saying? So with that being said, and we've read another book on, on relationships called Attached. That, that too might be a lot of kind of gossip or hearsay, but what I definitely got or felt I got from that was not um, an opinion or perspective that forced me to go down a certain avenue. And there were certain tests. Fair enough, those tests have been might have been conducted, sorry, might have been um, put together by the author. But there are certain tests on there, and it may, uh, that almost gave the sense of this book is um, what's, a neutral book. It's a, it's a book that's neutral. Flexibility and stuff yeah, there's like flexibility. Fair enough, they give us only two, um, three categories or four characters to fall into. But what they're saying is take this test, you answer it. With you answer it the way you want, honestly, and this is the category you're now putting yourself into. We've given you the three categories, which may not be enough, but guess what? We've given you three categories, but, but you're the one taking the test. So the fact you fall into those categories, you're making that decision. Yeah? On, on an individual basis. On an individual basis. Thanks for summarising. Um, what I'm, So out of 10 or out of 5, what I would give the book is 1.5. <laughs> 1.5 out of 5. That's a yeah. 3 out of 10. And that's, that's generous. Um, I, as I said, I wouldn't recommend it to my girlfriend. I do feel it's been written... I'm of the opinion it's been written by a feminist who's someone who might be a man here. Someone who actually, if she does have a husband or, or a partner, um, might be... Eat, that person eats out of the palm of her hand, licks her ass. Um, I would not be surprised in a relationship where she's the go-getter and that, and that man is, is, is the one who kind of looks after house and home. What she says goes. Not to be horrible, Dr. Bethany Marshall. We'd love to have your opinion. If you're listening to this, please tune in. Drop us a line. We'll have lots of time for discussion. But I can only go by what you've put out as deal breakers, like the the the, the, the Bible of relationships. And I can't, I can't, I'm not buying it. So I'll give you a 1.5 out of 5, Miss Marshall. And um, I would not recommend for people to read this book. I would go to Attach first, which I really enjoyed. Um, and I think gave a more neutralist perspective. Um, what I would say, I'm not going to be that horrible, that biased, that much of a see you, see you next Tuesday. I will tell you there are some things I did learn from the book, and I'll give you a quick a quick listing. So, deal breaker is the title. First things first point. A deal. I want to know what is a deal breaker. What entails a deal breaker? 
A deal breaker is the one non-negotiable term, if not agreed to, means the deal is off. That can relate to relationships, business, and yeah, that that is a fair point because the boys know here in the studio with me that one of the things that I won't that I won't accommodate is a smoker. So immediately, if I meet someone that's smoking, I'll leave the option or opinion out. So I'll leave, I'll give them the option. I'll say, look, when I think about my future long term, I don't see it with someone that smokes. I'm against it. Um, people in my, um, there's people in my family who have smoked and it's damaged them health wise and it's just not something I want to be a part of and I don't want that to be a cause or a reason as to why someone's life's cut short that I'm very close to I, I, like, I just wouldn't be able to fathom that I would just be like why would you do that to your body each to their own as I say but it's not something that I want to it's not something I want it. It's not. I don't want it for someone that's in my life and very close to me someone who I might want to start a family with raise a, um, raise a household with so I basically say, that's a deal breaker for me. If I meet you, we start speaking, you tell me you smoke, it's not for me. It's The choice is yours. Do you want to stop? You can. If I'm not saying you're going to live happily ever after and work out, but you give, like, in my head, that, that's, that's a tip. Like, okay, I can move forward. Um, deal, uh, point two, five things left in the book. Deal breakers are emotional, so are easy to miss. So what Dr. Bethany Marshall was saying in the book, essentially, is that because you've been in a long-term relationship, say two, three, four, five years, because you might have dependencies on your husband, because maybe there's kids involved, because there's a mortgage to pay, um, because there's family ties, because of a lot of things, you might overlook an issue that should be, you should be, um, no, that you would normally see as a deal breaker, something which says, you know what, alarm bells are ringing, I can't do this unless he changes. And I, and I kind of agree with her at that point in that, when you get emotional in a relationship, it's very hard to see the... There's a term, something through the clouds or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. There's a term, there's a term. Like you can't see... This. Yeah, it's very hard to see clearly, basically. Head in the clouds. Yeah, you're heading in the clouds, you can't see clearly. And what might have been a deal breaker previously is no longer a deal breaker or you're, you're somewhat misconstrued or misunderstood because... Not misunderstood, but you're somewhat like, okay, I can let that slide because of the, of the importance of everything around your relationship, whether it's financial... <laughs> Whether it's social, whether it's kids, marriage, all the all so the. Do you mind about timing it very quickly? Yeah. Just because you mentioned something, I've, I actually noted this point down, and I, I kind of skipped over it. So, mm. the business, so the business deal breaker, because I think yeah. business and relationship are two different things. So with business, yeah. with business is a case of this is about, in short, about making money. So you kind of yeah. like remove any emotion. Whereas with relationship, there is a lot of emotion involved. I think you need to take that in account in order. To whether it, it's got to be compromised. Yeah, it's got to be compromised. So I find it very, very difficult to um, have the two kind of like very, very close together. Okay, from my point of view and how I think, you're spot on when you say, let's say a business, a business which is for profit, so not not a not for profit or a charity organization. The end goal: how can I make money from this? Yeah. In a relationship, or before or before getting into a relationship you surely have values or morals which can't be compromised. You're like, do you know what? This goes against everything I believe in. I wouldn't I wouldn't date, for instance, Adolf Hitler's um, daughter if she had, if she was still a Nazi. Problematic. Does that make sense? In my head, I'm like, no, because you know what? Blacks, for me, history, um, being of Afro-Caribbean descent, being black, I couldn't. I don't want to be with someone who actually might think that it's coming to the earth. It doesn't, it doesn't register with me. Great example. Right, and, and what you made me think was of like, um, when... Yeah, I want to say I want to say Caribbeans primarily. When they came to the UK, I think yeah. there was the I want to say anomaly, and you know, I mean you might be using the wrong word, where you might have found someone of the Caribbean descent mm. dating someone who was of English descent, which okay. was 
very rare, but they decided to stay together because the love was really, really strong. Oh and decided be, decided away from, like, sorry, I don't know where I'm going. No, 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 you're no, not. Yeah, yeah. Right, and so yeah, because yeah. away from, like, issues outside of that relationship, mm. like, that can't dictate, like, how we feel. Or if 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 you want to delve if you want to delve a little bit deeper, maybe it was, you know, when you get a new toy or you, something's new to you, mm-hmm. and it's like the whole wow, he's black. Like mm. I haven't seen this before, and then for the black man, it's like, yo, baby, give me something to rest my head now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not saying that's the. Nah, good that's, a, that's a yeah, yeah, yeah. So stuff. yes, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm only really, I'm, I'm kidding, but I I get what you're saying. I get I see what you're saying because like. I know you're going to finish momentarily because mm. I didn't even mention this when we were doing, when we were recording the podcast. I was looking through my notes and I thought I wrote a note saying I would never do that, and I did that three four weeks ago. And I, you have to now tell us. And an I example, said, bro. "Whoa, yeah, yeah you have to tell us." And yeah. I said, "Whoa, tell us." Um, and it, I won't say, but I'm saying it made me think. Actually, there needs to be a bit of flexibility here. In that, I was talking about a previous. Mind you, I think the person did did so first, I believe, but the person was talking about a previous. Situation they were situation they were in, mm. and I did the same thing as well. And it made me and and my thing, I don't on first dates. I'm not here to talk about your situation before. I want to smile, want to laugh, I want to mm. get to know you, and mm. from there we'll see where things go. Is it genuine? And 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 and, and again, obviously, when I went through the book and went through the notes, I yeah. myself, actually, I did a lot of talking on that, and that is something that I should never. What happen. was it? So what were we talking about? Previous yeah. relationships. Pre- yeah, previous stuff, and I thought I probably spoke a bit too much. Yeah, but is that a deal breaker for you? Um, in the book, it was down as a deal breaker. That's what I'm thinking, and I commented heavily on it. But, that's what, that, it but that again, that depends on the individual. the individual. But that's what I'm kind of talking about. There was a lack of flexibility in the book. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. kind of where I was getting. Because I was going to ask you, did. Did the the woman or whoever it was you was talking to bring it up first? The geezer. Did <laughs> you? This guy's a fool. You took it. This guy's a fool. Pedro. Pedro from the Pedro South, from south, south of Barcelona. Juan. Juan. For the record, as they said, for the record, this wasn't an hombre. It wasn't a Juan. It wasn't none. It wasn't. It wasn't a Juan. Um, it's Sergio. Sergio. It wasn't Sergio. It wasn't Senor. a Juan. Senor. <laughs> it wasn't a senior. It was a senorita. Pero, oh, oh pero. Um, oh, I was not speaking Spanish. Um, it does. Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, that was funny. Do you want to? Do you want to continue? You want? You, did he finish? No. What I was saying is, yeah. I went. I was talking about a previous um, situation, which I don't think. Mind you, the six, like the conversation we're having, it was cool. We we're having a great conversation. But in hindsight, did she bring it up? That was my question. Though. Yeah, she started it, but I think I went. Okay. I probably shouldn't have went where I went. You know what I mean? Mm. I shouldn't have went where I went. No, no, no. Cool. Mm. I shouldn't have went where I went. Um, which we ended up having a great conversation, mm. but I thought, in hindsight, I looked at it and I thought to myself, bro, I think you might have did a bit too much talking about mm. last night. And although it made for a great conversation, that's probably not getting you where you need to be getting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, cool. So I was talking about five points that I learned from the book. So point three I'm on now. A healthy relationship should include three important ingredients. Reciprocacy. Why did you write it if you can't say it? <laughs> <coughs> I can't say any of these words. Sounding good. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah, just yeah. move on. Um, generativity and honesty. So I'm just going to go with honesty, <laughs> which I agree with. Like, I'm of the belief, P, you might have bought this up. <coughs> the person you're in a relationship with 
that you're looking to build a future with. They need to be your brethren. They need to be your best. They need to be. They don't have to be your best best friend, but they need to be your your brethren, your friend. You know what I mean? Take strip away the sexual stuff. Strip away all of that. Someone you can just have a conversation with that you get on a you have a level. There's a vibe there. You mm. do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, no, you definitely want to be, you want to be friends before. Yeah, but that never actually, that rarely happens. So. You really think so? Well, you start off as friends. Sorry, no, so I've um I've got that wrong. Okay, I think yeah. it depends, bro. Like, it can happen. It, do you know what? Because I'm not saying it can't happen. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it rarely happens where you start off as genuine friends. Like mm. you have a a female friend that's like that's yeah. that's not one of the almost like one of the boys. Yeah. But it, it then obviously develops into something much more. Yeah. That re- I'm, I'm from my perspective, I've not seen it happen. Like from my perspective, I can't speak for everyone. It can. I think it depends. And on not, you, I'm not saying it can't happen either. Yeah. Right. So I think it dep- it could depend on where you meet that person, that significant other. Because mm. I think I've mentioned this probably in previous podcasts or just amongst us. If you're on a night out, yeah. If you're on a night out, the first thing that's going to attract you to someone is the way they look. So straight away, it's a physical thing. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a physical thing. So you're not going to approach someone who you, you're like, nah, shame, all that. When you're in a working environment, when it's someone who's a family friend or a friend of a friend and you and you often see that person, and actually without realising you're getting to know them and you're really interested in them, that, that physical can, can, can grow. Yeah. And yeah, that's yeah, how you can become... You can... A friendship can be formed and then an attraction and then that friendship also grows. Mm. But how, how often does that happen? That's how it happens for me. Well, that happened for me. Okay. That's how it happened for me. Fair enough. But that's what I'm saying. Like, I, that's why for years, a few years, a good few years now, I've always said like, when I go out, I don't even go out and try. I'm not really about that life in terms of going out. If I'm, go, if I'm out, out on the night with my boys, mm. whether it's a birthday, whether it's a reason... If it's a case where I'm out and a man's just looking to be, mm. not now obviously, but if it mm. was, then yeah, man will approach something and try to chat it and like, yeah. say that like man's on a vacation for a week and I'm like, okay, second day, man's met time, let me work on this. Yeah. And then it might, you might get, you might be one of those few who actually, you've approached on a physical level, maybe she makes you wait or whatever, and actually you realize, right, you've got a, like a vibe sauce in the yeah. and then it works. Yeah, yeah, of course, but I think even then, like I'm, t- I'm talking about really building a friendship. Like really, like for, that for, takes a lot of time. A lot of time. Yeah. It takes a lot of time. That's what I'm it's not, it's not an overnight. But that's my point, though. It's, it's, it's rare for that to happen. Where you get couples that are, they were friends for years beforehand. Then they became a couple. Yeah. And that's not to say, like in your situation, where um, you're not friends first or have a uh, a mutual, not platonic, not a platonic friendship, but mm-hmm. just uh, where it's just like we're talking learning about each other's interests and it then becomes romantic but I think in a relationship you're always growing together so like you're always finding out new stuff it might when I say finding out stuff you probably know all the kind of the factual stuff but yeah, the, but the friendship can, can, can continuously <laughs> grow like obviously when I started when I, when I started dating my current girlfriend I don't know like the friendship was at a decent level but we weren't like best buds or whatever even now we're not best buds but like honest to god we can sit here and play cards for an hour mm. and like because we like just stuff like it's a simple it's stuff that like i might do with you on, on an airplane do you know what i'm saying mm. like play cards for an hour or whatever or just chill in silence and it's cool because it's cool mm. no one's bought like i don't have to, i don't feel that yeah, that's, that's, that's i think yeah once you're, you're at a level in a relationship you can do those things that's, that's normal that's the normal 
Well, it has to be the norm. Can't chat all day, every day. Yeah, no, you can't. <laughs> man, I chat, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what was on Point four. The most difficult men fall into five personality types. So, this is, this is point four of five things I learned from the book. And we went through this in the season. The script writer, the man in charge, the man without fault, the invisible man, and the little boy who poses as a man. Oh, shocking, bro. Do you know what? Sorry. Uh, fair enough, you thought it was shocking. I agree, because how can you categorise men into five different types? Boom, bam, bing. But, like, if you were to fall into one of these types, you, we might have been over it in previous episodes, but for the book of you, sort of UP, what would you, what would you say? Either A, you categorise yourself in, or B, a female would categorise you in. Um, that's a difficult one. Um... And then French, maybe I'll let you say what you would categorise Pia based on what you know about him. Alright, uh, cool. I, I, I don't think I can answer that because I'm not too sure. I don't think yeah, I'm... Yeah, I don't... Bro, yeah. I'm not even going to lie. It's a good question. Um, the one I'd identify with most because I'm... You're looking... What, you're, what I'm thinking of is the worst part of me which is the, which is probably the, the one the worst part of me where does it fit in into those categories? Yeah. Okay. Um... sake. I don't know. I really don't know. Um, I mm. don't. I would. I. I. I would say for P. And I wouldn't even put you into. To be honest, I wouldn't actually put you in any of them. But for the sake of the question, yeah. I would say the man in charge. Okay. As that's as that's as even then that's a stretch. From a woman's perspective, I wouldn't. Actually, do you know what? That's a good point. Yeah, that's a very yeah, good, that's point. A good point. That's a good point. But it's, it's a bit of a I see stretch. what you said there, because I like to be in control of my destiny, but I, I think I don't know if But this is what I mean. That. It's a stretch. I'm just trying to put, like, just from me knowing you. But yeah. again, that was a good point in terms of from a woman's perspective. I would then say... I can't remember the little boy, the little boy who poses as a man. I can't remember that one. The, the little boy who poses as a man will not fully reciprocate or take complete responsibility for himself because it finds it easier to remain childlike and needy. No, I wouldn't have said that. Um, <clears throat> maybe the man without fault. And yourself, Mace? In regards to myself? Um, I'm trying to remember what the invisible man was because I wouldn't say you're the little boy I wouldn't say you're the man in charge I'd say far from that when it comes to a woman I'll be honest if, you, if you've if you got feelings for a woman oh yeah if I've got feelings for a woman I'm in trouble I've, I've, I've picked that up yeah I've picked that up for myself in a few times and it's funny not to expound on that is more often than not like obviously things start off kind of evenish and in recent times, it's been a case of the person, not chasing me, but the person more so is chasing me rather than the other way around. Certainly in recent times. And then bang, I don't know, I'm thinking, why the fuck have I found myself in this situation? But anyway, sorry, go on, Mason. Do you know what this highlights, actually? It's go a on. good point. The fact we can't place P, we know him very well, better than Dr. Bethany Marshall, mm. and we can't place him in one of these five categories. But she would able, if P's girlfriend went to go speak to her, she would be able to tell she, his exactly. girlfriend whether he should be with her or not. Bullshit. Yeah. I'll be honest, I can't place you. I've just, I've literally just... No, but if you had to choose one, because I, I personally wouldn't pick any of them for P, but just for the sake of answering the question. Maybe the man without thought, but I don't know how you are with females, bro. I no, don't I know. don't, like, yeah. I accept, 
I've, I've accepted fault. Like, you know, that's my fault. I understand that. Even sometimes when it's not my fault, I go, oh, whatever. Like, see, so yeah, it's yeah. a stretch. It's so a that stretch. goes to show that yeah, that stretch. straight away is like a minus against yeah. the book because yeah. we know P. Retton and Dr. Reverend Marshall. Yeah, and obviously we're talking from a men's perspective, but we know how he'd be in that. Situation. We know from what he discusses yeah, with us how he's been in female situations. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, my female, my female. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, now my girlfriend, she would say that I am the I'm I'm a cross between the man in charge and the member of for, for sure, and that's what I put you at as well. Mm. Yeah, the man in charge, a cross between the man in charge and the member of for. I would have said the invisible man. I would have said it too, but I agree with the aspect of the invisible man. It's hard because I think from a, from my perspective, mm. and just when we speak, I'll put you in those two categories, not not in a bad way, yeah, but yeah, just yeah. like like. The man in charge, yeah, that's pretty obvious. Like that's pretty, that, that's definitely yeah, obvious from a woman, like towards a woman. And the man without fault, it's not not in a harsh way, but it's more like, you know what you're doing, and she might have a view, but that don't mean nothing to me. I think you're very good at defending your reasons as to why you're you're doing something. That, exactly. that explains it very well. Yeah. yeah. So even yesterday, even like yesterday, but even when we were doing the the, the podcast, you you explained a scenario to which we've. <laughs> Debated before, but he explained it so well, and I thought to myself, "No, but Haley agreed with him." Yeah, yeah I know. That's exactly what I think. I looked him and I thought, "She actually agreed with him." I looked him for this geezer. He's wormed his way out of something which I was fully prepared to like to to debate with all we debated about before. Yeah, it was Mac. But when Haley said, "Yeah, that's reasonable," or something like that, she said, "I was yeah. like, yo." That's <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that's my, that's my duck." <laughs> <laughs> Alright, cool. Um, point five that I learned from the book. Healthy relationships are flexible relationships. And I actually agree with that. Yeah. Like No, there are points. There yeah. are points that you could agree with. I mean, you guys have pointed out some of the things, I guess, golden nuggets or nuggets of wisdom. Mm-hmm. There's a couple that I did highlight myself. Okay. Go through them. Go through it, man. I'm pretty much done. So, uh, yeah, my book review, the conclusion is um, I would not recommend this book to any female. Um, because I think Dr. Bethany Marshall is very, she's very closed in her opinions. She sees it from her side and her side only and wouldn't want to think she's given advice to numerous women out there who actually are in relationships where it doesn't, where their men don't fall into this category and actually just because she says, what she does in every chapter towards the end is she breaks down eight, she gives you scenario-based, scenario-based circumstances and she says, if he reacts in this way, give him a chance. And if he reacts in this in the other way, you need to get rid of him. It, nothing is set in stone like that. And I think that's wrong of her to do that. She goes on like she's the guru, like she's been through every type of relationship, like she is every type of woman, and like she knows every type of man. So read the book if you so wish, but please read it, A, with a pinch of salt, I'll say it, <laughs> and B, try and actually get Try and get a different, a differing opinion to the book as well, so you've got something to counterbalance it against, and you can form your own opinion. Cool. Um, I'll just quickly run through the, the literally what and what I found as well. It was at the end of the book that I, I, I thought she gave some form of good advice. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing at the start. I felt so. The last three parts that I'm gonna yeah mention is tell yourself why why would I want someone. You cannot love me as I deserve to be loved. Repeat this mantra until you finish grieving. And that's on 180. 
Mm-hmm. And if he is the right guy, he will tolerate the unexpected and the unknown, and the unknown because he trusts you, which I think is is pretty good advice. Yeah. And the last one being, why did she leave sin the book? Like the slates <laughs> men. Yeah, yeah right no, it's the literally end. the end of the book. It's like the, the last hell, few man? pages. Literally the last few pages. And if you continually find yourself in relationships that are not working, you should ask yourself, where am I going wrong? Am I creating... Uh, That's crazy. So she puts that at the end, whereas throughout the book she should have been saying, actually, maybe this is this scenario is not based on the man. But yeah. where can I improve? How can I help him? Oh, well, man, that's that's what some of the points that um, Haley was making yesterday in terms of working on yourself. Mm-hmm. So she goes on to say, "Am I recreating my painful past in my current relationships? That's Am a I big refusing point. to be open to new experiences? Am I attracting the wrong guys because I'm not emotionally healthy? I am not an emotionally healthy person that I expect a man to be." <clears throat> so yeah. that's a big point. And where is that? Right at the end of the book. That's at the that's very ridiculous. end of the book. Yeah. That's ridiculous. Literally at the end of the book. And I think there may be one more. So these are positives we're saying, basically. We're yeah, saying that actually, the there's a few things in there where it makes you think, okay, like, it might be down to the woman to actually look into herself. Or maybe it's... Or Dr. Bethany says, it might, not all, it might not all be the man's fault, but unfortunately, these are all towards the right at the end of the book. By this point, any woman that's read this book has been fully turned... And think and is now thinking like she's probably going to finish the relationship by <laughs> to this part of the book. But yeah, on the last part, the last point, it is it is the you that you take from a relationship to relationship and from experience to experience. The you who knows your value knows what you think and feel and makes your own decisions. And I think that's like the last literally good advice that she offers mm-hmm. in the very last page of the book. Yeah. Pete, was there any things you want to point out where it was like poignant or significant that you took from the book? Nah, not really. I mean, I think I kind of meant, I mean, I could have, not I could have, I mentioned obviously one or two points as to um, quotes from the book at the end of my my review, to which I thought were very useful. I think French has done the same thing as well. I probably could have had a spoke about those maybe a little bit more. But I think for me, I think I read the book, not talking to someone at the time, and then I read the book when I was talking to someone. It made me kind of, we think things, as I mentioned before, maybe hmm. um, our approach at times can be a little bit different. But apart from that, I think maybe the structure of the book and the direction of the book wasn't the greatest. It was almost like a piñata and giving someone an opportunity just to back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that's, a, that's a good analogy. Just to back, <laughs> Hold on. Shot. Just to back, um, back guys with. But, cool. Yeah. Cool? Yeah, man. At yeah. fully full underscore e underscore booked on the Instagram. Thank you for listening. We're on SoundCloud. We're on the cast. We're on iTunes. We are all of our episodes. Although visuals are not currently out, they're on YouTube, so you can listen to it on YouTube as well. Reviews, 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 reviews on iTunes. Reviews on um, what else can they review? I think that's just iTunes that they can review on it. Repost, yeah, retag. Right. I'm not up to. I'm not fully in well, line. Just, with just drop us a DM. Something. I mean, like with this, with this um, book in particular, you may have like a particular opinion as to some of the things that Haley said or something yeah. that we said. And again, obviously, we'll be happy to again obviously have a conversation with you. So by all means, do so. Cool. At full underscore underscore book. Ow.